Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast with your hosts, Jeremy and Brian, a.k.a. Big Tasty, a.k.a. Mr. Probs. Look, serving in worship and production can be one of the most rewarding experiences, but it can also feel like... Ah! I'm a worship pastor. I'm a production pastor. And these are our problems. Welcome to episode 90 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all over the world. Sponsored by Planning Center Online. What's up, Big Tasty? What is up? What is actually up? How weird does it it feel to hear episode 90? It was, I was working on the inflection on that one because like 89 works really good or yeah. 88, yeah. 90. Like there was, it was just, I, I didn't feel like I had the zhuzh on it that it needed. Yeah, it did need but, some extra zhuzh. Yeah. Well, Brian, why don't we, uh, as we get into the beginning of this podcast, why don't you tell the lovely listeners a little bit about our sponsor, Planning Center Online. Okay. So Planning Center Online, you guys know, we think they are the best. Okay. So they want to do everything they can to give you the freedom to focus on what really matters in ministry, and that's focusing on people. So they have an app. They have seven apps, but they have an app called Church Center, and it's a free app that you give your uh, congregation access to. Um, They can check in their families. They can give. They can join groups. They can manage personal profile information. They can register for events. It's it's superfly is what it is. Church yeah, center heard, is superfly. I heard they're even working on an app that will perfectly grill a steak. Because <laughs> that is literally the only thing they're missing at this point. Grilling center. Grillingcenter.com. <laughs> we, yeah, no, we love we love the people at Planning Center. They're amazing people. Yes, and uh, obviously they make a product that makes uh, sharing the gospel with people incredibly easy. Absolutely. So love you guys at planningcenter.com. So dude, I got to do something today I haven't done in quite a long time. I mixed front of house. Ooh. So like, it's just, you know, it's a lot of oversight, you know, on the weekends for me, we've been training up service producers and things like that. And yeah. so uh, our main audio guy, John took the weekend off cause he got a new dog. And so he wanted to spend the, the, the Sunday with the dog and John's a warrior dude. If, yeah. he, if it was up to him, he mix every weekend. I haven't had that much fun in a long time. That's awesome. What did you like, hit? What was your number? Um, you know, something, all of them. Did you go triple digits? Uh, you know, I can neither confirm nor deny <laughs> 102. Um, <laughs> now, uh, but it just, it felt really good to get on the call. I will say this though, a little rusty, oh. like th- not like the processing and everything. Like I felt like it, the mix sounded great, but the, where the rust came in was yeah. like thinking ahead through transition. So we, we had this moment where I don't even know what, or why, but our, uh, our like second worship leader was like, Hey, I need you to mute me at the beginning of the song and unmute me at the end. And it was in the middle of the offering moment. Oh. And so like, I didn't grab the MC mic in time because I was so worried about getting a huge pop in the PA. So I missed it in the first service. So like on the Midas consoles, there's a thing called population groups. Mm. And so like, if you know anything about an audio console, we have VCAs, which like you can put different channels into a group and then control the volume of whatever you decided to put in that group. Mm. On the Midas, it has a population group. Mm. And if I, I can put any channels I want into that, now there's no volume control 
globally for that whole group, but mm. it at least will bring up everything that's in that group. Ah, yes. Mm. So in between services, I was like, all right, I'm going to take, I'm going to make it a population group that's going to have EG2, AG2, and the MC mic in there. Didn't realize there were two MC channels, and I put the wrong MC channel. So I oh. missed it in both services. Oh, oh, so oh. I thought, check it out. I'm going to outthink my rustiness of making a transition out here. And I missed it again. I can't tell you how many times that's happened to me when I'm populating my groups and I put the wrong, you know. So I, I think I learned a cool, valuable lesson this week. We we did a big uh, youth thing and uh, we uh, came in, did a recording thing on Saturday because we had like a bunch of A-list musicians in kind of like, let's get this thing like so we can have some YouTube content and whatever. And like I had some time and I was just like, you know what? You know what I've never done? I never rang out my vocalist mics. Mm. Like really go in and figure out, you know, and so I, I took like an hour, I pulled up smart and I just started kind of going through and got those mics to the point I could run them both wide open, like DCA all the way up the channel, no feedback. It was the best vocal mix I've ever been able to get. Just spending a little bit of extra time, man. It is ringing those mics is really, really important. Yeah. And that, that came from one of our WLP certified coaches, Mr. Dan Smith, Dan Smith, Paul Bunyan. The Paul Bunyan of audio engineers. Yes, he is. So, yes, he is. I, yeah, I, I was just like, guys, how do I get? Because I feel like what separates the men from the boys when it comes to audio engineering yeah. is what happens with the drums and the vocals. Mm. Like, mm. if the vocals will stay over the top of everything all the time. And Dan is a world class audio engineer. And I'm like, bro. And he was like, have you rung your mics out yet? And I was like, hangs his head in shape. No, <laughs> not yet. So. Oh man. How was church for you too, man? Are you you guys are fully live, right? We're fully fully live. Um so we are Yeah, we were we were back this weekend. It was uh, it was a good weekend. And um Yeah, you know, I I I shared a little bit last week about my mom and it's always yeah. really emotional uh when you're coming back from something like that and so I had I was a little close to the surface with the uh, emotion this weekend, so Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, but it was good, man. We did that uh, song, He Lives, that McClarney wrote. Yes. Man, that is just a banger. I love it. I love it. it yeah. We uh, we introduced You Keep Hope Alive from Ooh, Church of the City, nice. where McClarney is. Yeah, yeah. So check this out. Um, So John Reddick sings that in E flat. Oh, my word. <laughs> we did it in C. Oh, yeah. And it was still high. <laughs> yeah, man. John Reddick is a... He's a freak, dude. Yeah, he's crazy. He does some really awesome uh, Instagram lives uh, on his Instagram that I watch. And man, super talented. Yeah. So it, yeah, just it's 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 been good being back. Um, a little normalcy has felt really well, yeah. like really good yeah. in these in these in these moments and stuff. And so, um, how, like, are you guys seeing attendance slowly grow back in the live setting, or is it kind of holding steady? I think it's kind of holding steady. Um, our our uh, our schools are just starting to start, and that's normally that is a um, that's a thing that brings some regulation to our attendance coming out of the summer, and so we'll see uh, what that looks like in the age of COVID. Um, yeah. but we actually did go to like an RSVP system this week. And oh, nice. so, yeah, I'll find out tomorrow morning in our, uh, 
recap meeting, how that went. And if there was anything going on behind the scenes that I didn't, uh, uh, that I didn't get to know about, but, um, yeah, so, but it's, you know, good, good to be there. You know, we, 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 we did a hymn this week. Oh, we did uh, my savior's love, you know, how marvelous, how wonderful. And my song shall ever be. Yeah, it was, uh, I bet that was powerful. Yeah, it was, it was nice. We did that coming out of uh, he lives. Nice. We yeah. rapped and did um, interpretive dancing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, like, what are you thinking about as, um, you know, typically we're like in ramp up mode right now to get into fall ministry. Yeah. What's in your head right now? Or is it even hard to even plan for what's coming up? I think I, I think it is extraordinarily hard. Uh, because, you know, we're all kind of, you know, we, we want to be people of faith and we're trusting that, yeah. that as long ear says, you know, that God will continue to resource the church and we're believing and trusting that. Um, but you know, kind of in the back of your head is okay. Like these, these are my plans, but if there are budgetary impacts and all of that stuff, you know, we got to pivot and do some different things. And, and, um, it is, it is, it is challenging to, to plan very far out, at least for me, it has been right now. And, you know, we've got these campuses that are in a different County and they're, they're in the County where Indianapolis proper is. And our church is like, Oh, a mile South of that County. So we're dealing with different government regulations, you know, that mile is a really big mile because the campuses are like, masks are mandatory at our church. The masks are suggested. And what do we, what does that do for people on the platform? What, I mean, it's, so there's just all kinds of hoops to, uh, to jump through and figure out. And it's, it is just the weekly grind is a to It hits totally different right now. Oh, dude. If you had to make a prediction, what is, what does Christmas look like this year? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I don't know. You know, Christmas for us has kind of been the Super Bowl of our year. Yeah, uh, I know. Go, uh, you know, before. And so I really don't know. I mean, we we have some plans uh, in place. And, um, you know, I really hope that that, that gets to happen. Um, but, man, it's, you know, it's a challenge. You should bring Dan Gorley from Five Words Media in to sing A Holy Night. Right. I mean, I think he should open with music of the night and end with Oh, Holy Night. Well, my man, before we get into the first uh, segment of our podcast, man, we got to talk a little bit about Experience Conference. It's coming up. And, uh, you know, we say this kind of every year. This is this is a uh, this is not a paid sponsorship for us. You know, like uh, we just believe so much in the conference and the refreshing that we have found. Um, yeah, it's just awesome uh, to go to. And so we're, we're doing the thing. Um, there's going to be social distancing. There's going to be masks. There's going to be all kinds. I mean, we're going to do this as safely as possible, yeah. um, but it's going to be really good. I know we got what Cody Carnes and Carrie Job and red Cornwell's, rocks, red rocks, SEU worship, Meredith Andrews, uh, Meredith Andrews, Phil Wickham. I mean, and, and it's, it's just going to be, it's going to be really good. You can come hang out with us. Right. Uh, we're going to do a live podcast recording again this year from the experience conference. And, and the way we did it last year is uh, we had myself, uh, Brian Tabor and Scott Longyear, Captain Throat Punch himself. <laughs> and uh, we got up, we did some, we did some live prayer concerns. And then we literally 
pass the mic around and let people just ask us any questions. So, and it was, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was a good and time. I think people really enjoyed it. So, um, it's going to be super, super fun. And you may see your boy doing a little behind the scenes. Yeah, work. yeah exactly. Right. Like, yeah. okay. So last year at experience, it was our first time. Look, we're just two church guys, right. Who happened to run this thing. And, it was our first time to really ever be at anything and people who listened to the podcast were there. Like it was kind of crazy. It was super fun. It was, it, I mean, it, 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 uh, it added a whole other layer to this whole thing called worship. Yeah. Leader props. It was, it's always fun when you get into a big worship leader setting like that, hearing people come up and tell stories. Yeah. About how something they heard from a guest or something Scott Longyear said, never anything Brian and I say, never, but never. all the sophisticated people, <laughs> how they, you know, affected their life and their ministry. So yeah, always super encouraging. And so you should come. It's going to be, at, we, they've moved it from Disney uh, to the Gaylord Palms Hotel, which in my opinion is potentially a, an incredible move because I think that the Gaylord Palms is the coolest hotel. They have alligators in the lobby. Need I say more? Are you going to wrestle one of those? I'll wrestle it. Yeah, all. I was going to say in the South, don't they say wrestle? Yeah, some people do. So you, you guys need to join us at Experience. It's going to be yeah, great. Be so, bad. well, buddy, why don't we get into the first segment of our podcast that we like to call Prayer Concern. <laughs> Each week on the Worship Leader Prowse podcast, we like to take just a few moments and read the silly things that people will put on the prayer prayer cards that you guys have in your church, right? So we have these cards, a connection card, welcome card, whatever you call it at your church. And we have a place that says, how can we be praying for you? And that's where people like to just let us have it because, you know, they're scared to actually come talk to us in person most of the time. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we like to read those because we feel like it makes the world feel just a little bit smaller. So Big Tasty, what do we got this week? Here we go. Prayer concern number one. We recently got new stage lights. All the older people watching our live stream thought something was wrong with their computers because everyone on stage was purple. <laughs> oh, no, they ate the gum from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> That's Veruca Salt. <laughs> no, that wasn't Veruca. It was, uh, oh, which one? Oh, Whatever. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she was the, the one that puts the, the gum. gum behind her. Yeah, ear. she cheese yeah. the gum. All right, prayer concern number two. For some reason, people can't find our live on Facebook when it's happening, and they will literally find ones from the past weeks and comment on them like they're live. It's hilarious, but also sad because they were in the chat last week, but didn't notice that they watched the same exact service two weeks in a row. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my. That is fantastic. <laughs> That's pretty good. All right. Prayer concern number three. We're promoting a brand new website and we've encouraged people to be thinking about and getting excited about it. One of our ladies in the chat wrote, I prefer to think about Philippians 4.8. <laughs> oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Okay, number four. It just said, you're sideways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're sideways that was okay 
I don't know. I, that don't mean to be fun, but that was some of my favorite, like in, in some of the media forums I'm a part of when people be like, how do I fix my search? Cause they tried to stream on their iPhone and they didn't do it right. And so they were sideways for the entire <laughs> You're sideways. Yep. You're sideways. Okay. Prayer concern. Number five, the last one, bottom of the pudding cup. And it says, we got the middle finger emoji the other day. No explanation. I love the internet. <laughs> it just makes me laugh. Oh, we live in a brave new world, oh. my man. Oh my gosh. I love it. Oh well, guys, thank gosh. you so much for sending in your prayer concerns to the Worship Leader Probs podcast. If you would like us to read your prayer concerns, all you got to do is go to www.worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the prayer concerns tab, and there we got a little form you can fill out. We don't ask for your name or your church's name. It's 100% anonymous. And while you're there, get you some Worship Leader Probs swag. Right. We're going to have well, full swag at the experience conference as well. Well, I asked Brian about like, hey, is there any way I can get a, like a, a couple of new shirts? Because mine's looking a little worn. And he's like, oh, don't worry. I'm on it. I so, got you. I got you. You never know what Big Tasty's cooking up over there. <laughs> so, well, Brian, let's jump into our uh, final uh, segment of the podcast before we get into part two of our interview with Corey Voss. And uh, we like to call this sliding into the DM. So every week on the Worship Leader Probs podcast, we like to take the questions that we get, whether it's through the uh, Instagram account or the email, that uh, info at worshipleaderprobs.com, that people ask us. And uh, a lot of times we just, you know, there's not enough room in the Instagram or my thumbs cramp up and we don't want to, you know, try to put it all that way. So we like to take those questions and bring them here to the podcast. And so, Brian, uh, what are we talking about this week? Uh, This week, we're going to talk about saying no with grace. (sighs) Often I, I, okay. we get the first part correct. We say no. Yeah. But the with grace part is soup's important, man. Well, what I'd be interested to talk to you about in this, like, here's what I find. I, I feel like I have solid strategies for telling congregants no with grace. I don't know that I feel like I have landed on how to tell leadership no with grace. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really easy to... um this morning, you know, somebody came and approached me about decibel levels and, you know, I, I, I share with, look, we, we have a, a calibrated, uh, microphone system that is totally reading everything that's happening in the room. We have very strict guidelines that we stay within and I can assure you we're staying it within. I hear that all the, you know, like just going on and on. Mm-hmm. So I know I, like I can navigate those conversations, you know, all day and tell somebody like, no, we're not going to change philosophically who we are because you don't like something that we're doing. That's easy as I'll get out. Like that just comes with time and doing it over and over. But what's really difficult is when leadership's like, Hey, I need you to come in on your day off, do this, 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 this. And you're like, okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So have you, how have you in your own ministry learned how to um, create healthy boundaries within your ministry by saying no with grace? Like, what does that look like? First of all, it's not easy. No. It's not easy. You know, telling anybody no is not easy. I'm a people pleaser by nature. And so, um, you know, telling telling people no for anything is, is, is just not easy. I mean, I, you know, I think part of, part of what we do as leaders 
you know, so we're, we're leaders, but we are not at the top of the leadership chain. And so we're always going to have bosses and they're always going to hopefully make the decision that is the best for the organization. And if, you know, if I, I will honestly say that like the your scenario you brought up, the day off thing, that is pretty rare in our setting. Um, that's, that's cool. You know, thankfully it's, it's, it's pretty rare because my pastor would say, you know what? I don't want to come in on my day off. So let's bust our tails and get the stuff done that we need. Let's plan as well as we can plan and get the stuff done while we're at work during the week and then guard and protect your day off. Yeah. But occasionally, you know, um, funerals, weddings, um, you know, those things come up and it seems like as sure as anything, it's going to be like Friday which is kind of all of our pastor's days off in our setting and, uh, or Saturday morning, you know, and you're thinking, okay, like for, in my case, I live an hour away. Um, it's not like I'm going to go down there, do a funeral, drive back home, sit for an hour and then drive back. You're in, you're in the same boat. And so I, I think it's, I think it's really difficult. I think, you know, this question almost kind of answers itself because we're saying how to say no with grace. I I think to be as gracious as you can and say, I I can't do that this time. I've got this and this going on. I've got, you know, both of us have, we have wives, we have homes. You're now a father. I mean, you know, that, that whole conversation of boundaries, we haven't been great about that in the church. And, no, that's and, good. and so like, I would say that here, if you're listening to this, hear everything I'm about to say, okay? Uh, we are so grateful for people who give and that give sacrificially to take the mission of the church forward. There are occasions where people who write checks and put them in the offering plate um, might attach expectations to that gift. Yeah. I give my tithe. So you have to do this for me. I give my tithe. So you have to sing this song. I want you to sing. I give my tithe. So you have to turn the lights down or turn the sound down, or you have to run things this way or you. And, you know, I I think those are really difficult conversations. Um, Man, to be prepared, and I've I've said this often on the podcast. I'll pray every weekend. You know, God, prepare me for every conversation I'm going to have this week. That's good. Some of That's them good. will be good. Some of them will be difficult. But prepare me, and hopefully, um, my answers are seasoned with grace. It's it's hard, man. That's a really really hard one. It is. I think. Sometimes for me, what my issue is, is I let my pride get in the way. Mm. So maybe there's a request made to, man, I got this great idea from the Lord to do A, B, and C. And I just sit back and go, okay, you know, rather than going, you know what, man, I'd love, love, love to help you. And I want to get that. I'm going to need help though. You know what I mean? Like, I I think a lot of times um, as as like tech guys and production guys, we think uh, we can't show weakness. Because they're going to go, well, if you can't do it, I'll just find somebody who can. Exactly. So you 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 put everything on the back burner to make sure you get everything done. And I think there's probably times that we t- take on too much and 
our unwillingness to go, man, I, I want to help you with that, but I'm going to need help. And if they come out, well, sorry, there's no help to give then going, well, then I'm not sure we can actually pull that off. You know what I mean? Like, or this is what it's going to take to pull that off. You know, I'm going to miss, you know, Saturday, I've got a birthday party, but you know what I mean? Whatever it is that like, you know, things that you miss. So it's like, it's learning sometimes to like, it's like a yes. And mm. yes, we can do that. And I need your help. Yeah, you know what I absolutely. mean? Or yes, I could do it. And I need some money for some contractors. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And so it's sometimes it's not saying necessarily no with grace. It's being able to get what you need to be able to make those things actually happen. Which is, it's tough, man. Because, yeah. you know, like, like our, our, our administrator likes to say, you know, I really wish I had a tree out in the back and I, every morning I just went out and picked all the money I needed off the tree uh, for that day. But unfortunately I have yet to find that tree. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's hard. It's hard. It is. It, yeah, it is hard. Um, but sometimes though, what's, uh, this is what gets me though, is there are times that the Lord wants me to say no in order to honor my family and I will disobey. And, and, and then there's moments I'm like in direct conflict with the Lord. And that's, that's what gets me and is very difficult sometimes, you know what I mean? So it's something we've all got to learn how to do and to be better at is learning when to it's, it's picking your battles, learning, yeah. you know what I mean? Like not everything is a hill to say no on. And one well, part of that, that is kind of the stuff. leadership has to be willing to allow you to, if they're not, that's really hard because it puts you in a predicament of literally the the person or people or team or whatever who holds the, uh, you know, they hold your employment arrangement, you know, in the palm of their hand. Um, they have to be willing to allow you to say no if it's if if it's just not possible. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about saying no to like congregants, you know, how many times Brian, have you had somebody come to you and go pastor I'm walking through the kitchen? The Lord gave me this and I have to tell you, and it's, we want to put silly sayings back up on the sign or so, you know what I mean? And you're like, yeah. I know for a fact we're not going to. So <laughs> let, let, let's do, let's do something. Let's role play. Let's role play this out real okay. quick. Right. I'm going to be a congregant okay. and you be pastor Brian. Okay. okay. And I, I'm going to come at you. <laughs> And I want to, how would you address me if I was this person? You ready? Okay. I'm going to walk out. Oh, oh, hey, Pastor Brian. I'm Cecil. Hey, Cecil. How are you doing today? Hey, man. Thanks for, uh, thanks for finally giving us that hymn this morning. Hey. Uh, did you really, did you see how the people were really worshiping during that? I did. And that was so great. I'm glad you got to be here for, for that moment. Well, what do you think about adding two or three hymns every single week? Um. Hey, I, you know, I, I'm so glad that you got to experience a moment that was uh, really meaningful for you today. You know, our congregation is very diverse. And so in the worship service, we have to engage uh, right now from the youngest child all the way up to the oldest senior saint. And so f for you, I would, I would take that moment that you got today, um, let it encourage you. Uh, let it deepen your worship with the Lord. And, um, you know, you'll have other moments along the way, but we're, we're trying to, uh, we have to lead the entirety of the body of Christ in worship. And so that's why we, uh, we do the variety of songs that we do. Um, that's why we do things with technology in our services. And, 
and, and uh, all the things that we do. We're very, very intentional about uh, helping to make the message of the gospel as relevant to as many people as we possibly can. And today, that was a great moment for you, and I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah, that those people you're trying to reach, they're not giving. Yeah, you know, that's... <laughs> I, I'd be I'd be lying to you if I told you I'd never heard that one before. I know um, it's and it's, it's hard. It's re, it's really really tough. difficult. And 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 at that, if somebody go, I, I am really really fortunate in that I serve with a senior pastor who is very very strong, in, in especially in things like this. And so if it comes to something like that, he would just say, "Send them to me." And so That's at that cool. point, I would just say, you know, Pastor Chris sets the the target. Um, he identifies what a bullseye looks like for us. And so if you're uh, experiencing frustration with how we're hitting that target, you need to go talk with the man who, who paints the target. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Well, guys, I hope that helps a little bit um, as you're navigating life and ministry and learning how to create some boundaries and to say no. And if you have questions that you would love us to talk about here on the podcast, um, hit us up in our DMs and uh, we'd love to address those here. So, Brian, why don't we jump into uh, part two of our interview with Corey Voss? Corey, Corey's awesome, guys. You're going to really love him. You just um, he's very humble and just uh, he's just a good dude. So we hope you enjoy part two with Corey Voss. How old are you, Corey? I am 32 years old. Wow, dude. God's doing doing a lot through you. Absolutely. That's a lot of living, man, at 32. Uh, Thank you. Well, like, I I mean, I'm looking, you know, you got 92 songs on Song Select because, you know, we do our Song Select research too. (laughs) You know? (laughs) And, uh, you just the, the way you write, it's it's just at such a uh, a strong mature level. Like I just really appreciate it. So like when you get together, like songs like "As It Is in Heaven," you know, we talked a little bit, you know, at the beginning, "Praise the King." There's just there's you definitely have an anointing on you to write deep songs that like mm-hmm. move people. Mm-hmm. And so I thank yeah. I'm thankful we have guys like you right now helping to um, kind of keep paving that way for us. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, dude, I'm just really wow. really thankful. Uh, for for what you do, man. Amen. So, well, thank you for saying that. That's that really that's encouraging. It really is, and I'm I'm so honored. And there's just days where I'm like, it's amazing, like just reminding yourself, like I I get to do this. This is incredible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I you know it's funny. I experienced that this last week, and I know Brian, you'll experience this coming back again. Um, Corey, have you guys been meeting back yet after? quarantine and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. The last two weeks we've been. Yeah. Yeah. So my church, we just came back last week and it was a surprisingly emotional experience mm. to lead with them again. And it was like, it was that realization of like, Man, yeah, I like it to do this. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it was just, it, it was, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Just Gratitude. Super cool. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Of like, yeah, there's something that can't be replicated yeah, a, a mass body of believers comes together with one heart and one mind to worship the risen King. Like mm-hmm. you just can't, you can't manufacture that. No. You know? And so, no. and you just sit back and you go, man, I can't, yeah. I really can't believe. Oh that. yeah. Our first Sunday back was explosive. Like I thought the roof was going to come off the building. Wow. I was like, nice. like yeah. it's honestly, it kind of scared me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like there was such a loud shout that came from the sanctuary. I was like, woo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. Okay, so I have a lighter question. Okay, lighten it up, baby. I love it. In all in all of your like 
your worship leading, your travel, songwriting. Do you have any funny stories? Like, this, does anything come to mind? Oh, man. Yes. 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 I okay. love it. Let's go. This is a good one. Okay. So, <laughs> oh, man. I was leading at this church um, uh, on the road in Florida. And basically, it was like they were doing like a two or three night revival. And we were one of the bands that they brought in for the revival. And I had lost my voice. Um, and it was awful and so we had to like put all the songs down like three keys and i made it through the first song and then that was it so i just turned around to my guitar player and i was like can you just play and i was like sorry guys we're just gonna have to push our way through this but the funny thing is that like we they ended up like having a prayer meeting um like like basically it was like they they realized okay this is not working out so the pastor came up and transition is like we're gonna go into a time of prayer and it's like oh great but it was like the popcorn style prayer where like anybody oh, could grab nice. the mic and pray nice. and so there yes. there was this sweet lady in the crowd that came up and she goes pastor i gotta release something and i'm like oh man i'm like okay and so she grabs the mic from the pastor and he goes go ahead sister go ahead and she just starts singing off key like ah! like just going for it and she it was like you know three or four minutes long and we're all like it's like when you get the church giggles and i don't mean to be rude by it but it just caught me at, at the wrong moment and i was like this is like bless her heart lord like she you know she loves the lord she's you know in tune but it was like whoo yeah this is one, yeah. one of those experiences that yeah it was that is so fantastic. just a combination of awkward because i'm like i can't sing either right now so <laughs> I have to release something. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. dude, that's amazing. We had, yeah. uh, I don't know, this a couple months ago, we had uh, Chris Cleveland from Stars Go Dim. Oh, we, yeah. He was just, he was in Florida. And the dude can, like, we just watch all these videos. And, like, my worship pastor, it's like, that's his dude. And the, he came, the guy came and shows up Sunday morning and he had went hard at Legoland the day before. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Taking his kids and he's like, I, I may have went too hard. Poor guy. I felt so bad. Like he was oh, dropping tea and honey. <laughs> oh, yeah. But well, being yeah, in that Those sun, moments happen, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. They do. Yeah. And you know, Polk County in the summer. So. Oh, it's, it is, it's, they say that Florida has two seasons, hot and hard, right? <laughs> yeah. It's brutal. It's so, brutal. Yeah. Okay. So what, what's a normal work week look like for Corey Voss? So like you, I mean, there's iterations of you, right? So there's like Corey Voss, the worship pastor. There's Corey Voss, the artist. There's Corey Voss now, the songwriter. So like, what's a normal week look like for you in ministry? Yeah. Um, I think normal for me is, I mean, I guess my routine is, so I am super grateful. Uh, My pastor is incredible. His name's Jason Dodrell. He's my favorite. And um, I am super blessed because my schedule is three days in the office so tuesday wednesday thursday um and then mondays are my sabbath and then fridays are my flex day so i can i can write i can do um interviews i you know i can travel to nashville if i need to um yeah so and some days i sometimes i'll be at the church on fridays working on things um so yeah i'm super thankful to have that flexibility and then obviously sundays are our worship experiences at gateway yeah. and so we have um a 9 a.m and an 11 a.m 
Um, and then we're about to launch Wednesday nights um, at the end awesome. of July. And that's going to be geared, honestly, more towards uh, like people that want to spend extended time in prayer and worship mm-hmm. and like, you know, just yeah. letting the Lord minister to people. So we'll, we'll not have as much of a schedule for that one. It'll be more yeah. like, nice. Hey, let's, let's flow and see where the river takes us. Nice. You're just nice. going to throw up a blank canvas and throw some paint on it. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And right? that's full circle. And that's my heart as a worship leader. Like, I mean, I love curating set lists and I love, but I think any, and I love songwriting. I love all that, but I think there's something about like spontaneous worship that has always like, I I come alive in those moments even more. Mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've tried. I just I, I can't think of what to sing when they're, they're like, yeah. hey, I'm just sing your own song." And I'm like, <laughs> "Nothing." <laughs> it there would be go. a Disney. It'd be a Disney song if Jeremy. Yeah. Oh, 100 <laughs> percent. I would. Awesome. I would definitely go into something Disney. So <laughs> I love it. I love it. So okay. Okay. okay Sorry, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're you're up, Doc. Uh, okay. So this is that question that we ask everybody. Yeah. So if we had this giant arena room, whatever, and we could get every worship leader, every band, singer, player, every production person, we get them all under one roof. And we said, hey, Corey Voss has something to share with you. What would you want to leave them with? Mm. I have two I have two thoughts. Because at first, for some reason, I think uh, when I think of production and tech people, sometimes I just want to say, we don't deserve you. (laughs) (laughs) We we love you. Um, Corey Voss is now my favorite. (laughs) Super super thankful. Honestly, like so thankful for all the tech and media people out there. Mm -hmm. Like they do so much to make Sunday mornings happen. It's incredible. Um, But I think on a heart level though, like to people that serve in ministry and worship and churches, I think I would... I would just say like, you know, I think it's important that we always remember that like my pastor said this earlier today, he said, um, I want to tune my heart more than I tune my guitar, you know, like make sure my heart is, is, you know, cause he said, sometimes we can focus so much on the production and making things, you know, excellent, which we should, like, we should be excellent. We should Mm -hmm. like Psalm 33, it says play skillfully and shout for joy. Mm -hmm. So it's both. But I think if we focus so much on our production and our skill and we forget that that well and within us that we have to draw from, which is our time with the Lord, it's our relationship with him, it's the why behind the what, um, you know, it's we can lose our footing, you know, and it's like yeah, the substance yeah. of what we do can be missing. So I would just say like like just really know that Jesus wants to have a real relationship and, and in ministry it's easy like it's very tempting to think that my ministry time is my time with God. And really Mm. it's not, I mean, it's part of it, but it's not the, yeah. yeah. So I would just encourage people in that way. That's awesome. That's really good. I never, when I went to to college uh, for ministry, my, the very first meeting we had the, the Dean of the school of ministry, whatever school I went to um, got in front of everybody and he was just talking. He said, here's the deal. Don't you ever allow your classwork to become your relationship with Jesus? Mm. He was like, they're completely different. They're completely separate. You're going to be tempted just to, well, I just spent the last eight hours studying one passage for an exegetical paper I got to write. And he yeah. was like, that, that that's good and it's great and it has its place. But like, get up in the morning, get in the word, get with the Lord. Like that is what's going to 
yeah. define your ministry later mm-hmm. more than what, you know, the, yeah. in the classroom stuff. And yeah. Brian, what was the, uh, what was the quote? We just, we have a, a worship leader probs coaching network. And so we're kind of coaching some worship and tech guys from around the country. I'm trying to remember what did Scott say about like the flow? He said, you, you lead out of your overflow. Mm. And so we, we have, we have to know where is our flow coming from? Mm. Yeah. I, mean, I love that. That's so, so good. So important. Yeah. Yes. So important. And I always, yeah. you know, when you're talking to younger people who are just, uh, look, there are lots of highs, lots of great things, lots of really amazing stories that come out of being in ministry. But there mm. are days mm. where there aren't amazing stories happening, and there and right. you're 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 dealing with heaviness, or you're mm-hmm. walking with people through a, a hard season, or mm-hmm. you know something's going on on your team, and mm-hmm. there there are those days where you really have to press in. Mm-hmm. to the to that flow and you had to press into that calling and yeah okay god i'm not you didn't call me here just for the puppy dogs and rainbows right um, because right. that's not that's not every day right and yeah. right. Uh, man that's so it is that's a great mm-hmm. that's a great reminder man to mm-hmm. our hearts i mean how many times have we talked about like um you know if you're a guy in in worship that's going to school for worship leading right now like legitimately probably 10%, maybe even 5% of your week will happen on mm-hmm. stage. Yeah. But yet yeah. everything you're doing right now is preparing you to be on stage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And so it, that I think a lot of times what we don't get prepared for when we're um, in the, the birthing stages before the Lord releases mm-hmm. us into ministry yeah. is for that other 95%. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, yeah. when a, when a volunteer comes up and shares something heartbreaking in their life and now mm-hmm. they're expecting you to minister to them, right. you know, like, Right. Um, it's those times you are tuning your heart. Right. That's going to help get you through. Right. You know, so absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Strong word, Corey. Strong. strong Yeah. I think that's what worship pastoring is all about. You know, it's like, like outside of the moments on the platform, like we spend way more time off the platform. And so like being a shepherd to your people and to the people you're leading, you know, creating a safe place for them, you know, if they're struggling or like, I think a lot of times one of the biggest lies that, we can fall for in ministry is that pride of like, Oh, no one wants to hear about what's really going on. Like that's too heavy. Like I can't, you know, but really it's like, we all need somewhere to go, you know, like absolutely to sit down and say, Hey, like maybe I'm fighting depression right now. Maybe like I am really struggling to get out of that, you know? And I think there's a beauty in being transparent about it with some, with the right people. And, um, knowing that like, and as a worship community, like at our church, we, we try, we try to remind everybody, like we're here to come alongside you. And mm-hmm. um, we have one girl on our team that was going through an exceptionally hard time. And she was like, should I sit down? Like, do I need to sit out for a season? And I was like, no, <laughs> I was like, you need to yeah. worship through it. Unless you feel mm-hmm. like you like can't, you need to rest. Like we'll, we'll let you. But I was like, I think you, you should worship through it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's, that's good, powerful. man. That's so good. That's Real, real good, dude. Um, so, you know, we're coming out of this COVID season stuff. You know, things are starting to open up. Is there anything like you feel like you learned in the last 10 weeks or so that you're taking into this new season of ministry? Yeah, um, I I think that there obviously like it was just it's been a weird, you know, been weird. Um, (laughs) being home, working from home, like even honestly on a psychological level, I'm like, is anyone supposed to be in their house for this long? (laughs) I love my house, but it's yeah. 
Um, but I think one thing I like personally have gleaned from this time is like, I think the Lord's allowed me to uncover like a side of ministry where he's like, I want you to be more intentional. I want you to recognize the place of authority I've given you as a leader and as a worshiper, um, you know, and like areas that I've been shy in before he kind of exposed that and was like, "Uh uh-uh, I don't want you to be shy there anymore. Hey, I don't want you to hold back anymore. Um, and like, even like pruning some things out, like a lot of my friends have said, like, it's been a time of revealing where God's like really like highlighted things. And he's been like, Hey, that right there. I don't like that. (laughs) Like, Mm. yeah, let's work through it. And, um, I'm thankful for that. You know, it's, it's, but I think that's been necessary uh, because I think where God's calling the church to go in the next season, I think that we had to have that, you know, even though yeah. it's like, it's like that, what the enemy meant for evil, God turns it around for good. Yeah. There you go. Um, boss the boss, baby. Yeah. Love him. I mean, that's a, a good, good dude. dude. That is a really, really good dude. And do yourself a favor right now and go do praise the King in your church and tell me and just call me and say, thank you. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 90 of the Worship Leader Problems podcast. Um, join us at the Experience Conference. Uh, we'd love to see you. And if you do us a favor, will you make sure and tell your friends about this podcast? Uh, like and share and leave us an amazing review. And we'd just be really appreciative of that. So, guys, Absolutely. we're thankful for you, the Worship Leader Probs Nation. And until next time, see you. Deuces.